0: iPhone tracking tags, what are these things? Also, what's this U1 chip? Are you confused? Don't be. Let's help you know a little more about ultra wideband. Ultra wideband is occasionally referred to as UWB, or rarely ultra band. It's used in sensors that collect and report data, but its most mainstream use is in tracking put an ultra-wideband tag on something, and then you can always find out where it is if you're in range and have a device with an ultra-wideband chip that can detect it. But you can do a lot more than that. Ultra-wideband is a very low-energy radio technology for high-bandwidth communication over a wide spectrum. In other words, you want to send a lot of data without using a lot of power. Use UWB. One that's really good at telling where something is. Think of it as a low-power radar That can scan a room and detect objects one of its big advantages is that it doesn't interfere with other transmissions in the same band it's usually operating greater than 500 megahertz so it doesn't need its own spectrum it can share with others it plays nice why is that well uwb used to be called pulse radio because it doesn't continuously transmit that helps it to share the spectrum better When it does transmit, it uses all the bandwidth available to it at once, which might sound like it's hogging. Broadcast radio and most conventional radio transmissions vary the power level. That's called amplitude modulation, or AM radio. Frequency modulation is FM radio, but UWB transmits information by generating radio energy at specific time intervals. So it occupies a large bandwidth, but you can get the information by when it was broadcasting. You could call it time modulation, TM radio. Because it sends out over such a wide bandwidth, it can overcome interference and be very good at measuring distance. So it not only doesn't send often enough to interfere with other things on the same bandwidth, but when it does transmit, it uses everything. So any of the signals that are blocked or experience multipath or something like that don't matter because you've got all these other transmissions to use. And that means because it can be very precise, it has so many reflections coming, so many signals to choose from, it can tell where something is. Think of it this way. Every so often, every one or two nanoseconds, UWB sends out a pulse across all of its frequency that it can use. And the pulses are really short. They don't take a long time. Ten to a thousand picoseconds. So It's not sending it out that often, one or two nanoseconds, but often enough that it can do real time. So not a lot on the scale of technology, but often enough on the scale of human perception of time that it works. And a receiver that then gets this signal can calculate data based on how long the signal took to get there and a few other pieces of information. And because it's low power and high bandwidth, it can relay a lot of data. It can also transmit through some stuff, soft stuff, your couch cushions, etc., it is not that good at transmitting through walls. It's uh, often called line of sight because of that. Though a multi-input, multi-output, or MIMO antenna system can help increase range and reception reliability. MIMO is part of the IEEE 802.14.4a standard for ultra-wideband, and using a better antenna system means that ultra-wideband can determine location roughly within line of sight at up to 200 meters. Now, generally, UWB's emission levels are limited by regulatory agencies, but because of that, the shorter range allows for higher data rates. It can be used for enabling wireless monitors, sending data from a camera, wireless printing, file transfers, but because of its location precision and low power, it's really good at real-time location. For instance, UWB Digital Car Key operates based on the distance between the car and a smartphone. This could help thwart a man-in-the-middle attack, where someone tries to intercept the authentication message between a key fob and a car. If you don't know where the legitimate key is, you don't know which one is sending the legitimate authentication, and so as long as the authentication message is the right code, if it got intercepted somehow, car's going to unlock. UWB can make sure that only the car knows where the authentic fob is, and the car can ignore transmissions from any other direction. It's not foolproof, of course, but it helps. And that same second check could also be used in payment systems or ATMs. UWB can also be used as radar. It has been tested for signaling of the New York City subway to help detect intrusions on the tracks. Military have used it for detecting IEDs and hidden people. And ultra-wideband has been used to monitor vital signs like heart rate and respiration, though that use has fallen off. But again, its star use seems to be real-time location. We mentioned time of flight earlier as being key to this. The unobstructed signals that get sent over this wide broadcast will take a certain amount of time to go round trip from one ultra wideband device to another. Now, given the speed of light, you know that if it took that long at the speed of light, then the thing it was coming from must be this far away. It's a great way to indicate how far away two devices are. And it keeps doing it regularly with pulses you can tell if that item is getting farther away going to the left the right etc now bluetooth can do this too but ultra wideband is more precise uses less power at a scale should cost less to make than bluetooth devices this could be used with uwb sensors attached or built into an object to help you locate them you know like a tag that we hear about maybe being attached to your keys or just finding your phone with another phone Or a location like a mall or an airport could fix UWB beacons at known locations, and this would help locate a person's phone to help them navigate inside the mall or airport to the store or the gate they want to find. It can also be used with file transfers. Not only could UWB handle the transfer itself, but even if whether it does or doesn't, it can tell where the people nearby you are. So if you have a person to your left that you want to send a file to, and there's another person available to send files to behind you, but you don't know who that is, you can tell on your phone which one is which and send the file to the person to your left. Because it'll say, this is the person to your left here. Send it to them. That's another layer of security. And for instance, with AirDrop on the iPhone, you can point your phone at the person you want to send the file to for increased selection precision. Apple was the first with an ultra-wideband chip, the U1, starting with the iPhone 11 series of phones in September 2019. Samsung, Xiaomi, Oppo, and others are currently members of the FIRA consortium, that's spelled F-I-R-A, developing interoperable UWB ecosystems, including mobile phones. FIRA wants to develop UWB for three main categories, hands-free access control, like Unlocking your house door or getting into a driverless car, knowing like, oh, that's the right person. Maybe even in a, uh, one of those cashier free stores. Location based services are the second category. Things like the indoor navigation we talked about, augmented reality gaming, uh, or even tracking not only things, but patients. So you make sure you know where your patients are. And the third category Fira wants to develop is device to device applications like ticket validation, uh, finding a friend nearby or sharing patient data when you're nearby. There are some challenges to UWB adoption. We've talked about interoperability. That's one of them. FIRA also wants to come up with a better name that will make people like ultra-wideband, something like Wi-Fi instead of IEEE 802.11. So keep a lookout. There might be a new name coming for ultra-wideband, and not everybody might use it, so that might get confusing. But there you have it. Someday, you may have phones and sensors and doors and cars, etc., With ultra-wideband inside, making it easy to differentiate not just what is nearby, but where it is. I hope this helps you understand a little more about what ultra-wideband is, how you can benefit from it, and when you might need to worry about it. In other words, I hope now you know a little more about ultra-wideband.